Relatively Healthy is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcast.com. We are here at Relatively Healthy. I am Janie Stoller. I'm Dr. Ellen Stoller. Awesome cue. And our guest today is so special because not only is he my favorite singer-songwriter in the world, but he's also my best friend and he knows everything I've ever experienced because I G-chat him every <laughs> adversity moment. True. Um, his name is Matt Palmer. Woo! And we're so excited oh, to have Thank you so much for having me. This is my favorite pod. <laughs> now, you may also recognize Matt and I have a really famous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> called TBQH with mm. two amazing episodes from two years ago. <laughs> Forever dog, listen up. <laughs> Get on it. Um, if you try to find it, the the references we're talking about will be so outdated. Yes, Bethany was doing marijuana at a point, and that right. was like most of the topics. 95% of the conversation. Um, so I think Matt's a great guest for what we're talking about today. We're talking about dating and body image because... We've been through it. <laughs> I'm doing poorly in both. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm here. The struggle is real for both of us. And Dr. Allen, I'm sure you too have your own experiences of, with of these course. topics. Yeah. I think anyone but a straight man who's cis probably has a lot of experience with these topics. Anyway, so um, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to talk about vaginas, obviously. And I know a lot. You know a <laughs> Favorite body part on a person. I've heard rumors. <laughs> um, so... Something that we've seen on every franchise of Housewives and every season forever is vaginal tightening or rejuvenation right. procedures. Facts. Yeah, and it's gotten so cliche and crazy at this point, and they don't know what the heck they're talking about. None, no. Because uh, recently, Kelly Dodd on OC mm. said <sighs> she was getting a vaginal tightening. Cause what she a person, by the way. Oh, <laughs> trash, trash. So she like leaks. And she was also saying it was for sex. So we just need to know, what right. are they doing down there? What is that? So there are a range of FDA-approved, though, not recommended by, like, here's the thing. These things are recommended by gynecologists, generally, not actually, not, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, t- uh, pause, cut, <laughs> doing another take. <laughs> These procedures are recommended by, like, plastic surgeons and not actual gynecologists. Uh-huh. Oh. So... You know, there are a couple, a lot of these procedures involve, like, basically a probe that gets inserted into the woman's vagina that has, like, a bunch of lasers or (laughs) applies some sort of heat, honestly, to, like, the inner walls of a woman's vagina and is supposed to allegedly facilitate collagen growth, et cetera, et cetera. But there really isn't a whole lot of evidence for these. So, like, when you burn the inside of your mouth. Exactly. No, that's honestly that to me, as a non gynecologist, non plastic surgeon, that to me seems like that is the alleged rationale. Is it yeah. safe? Like, are there adverse effects to doing this? Because yeah. I just, that, the description was terrifying, yeah. I must say. Like, just heat on you. Like, yeah. Inside your. Yeah. Mm. No. So, I, I found one academic article in a journal that I had never heard of, cool. which is always <laughs> very promising. Get my links up here. And it's so weird they bring, I mean, they must have these doctors get a kickback or they do it for Gotta free. Be. Exactly. Like, why are they even on the show? Because they always do give these doctors a little Chiron and like a little, or a lower third, as people call it. And them. how much, yeah. I'm assuming whatever it is, is partially placebo, where it's like, oh, I totally can yeah. feel it, but right. it's probably the same. Or as you point out, like if you burn your finger, like, oh, there's swelling there, and maybe it's just this like <laughs> transient swelling that leads people to think that there's a difference. Oh, God. Here, let me open it's this crazy. up. crazy. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> 
No, it's 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 ridiculous because also who cares? Like, right. who are you doing this for? But they don't even know what they're doing it for because if it's pee, that's your urethra. And if it's sex, it's a whole other hole. Like, you're not talking about the same part. Right. right. What are you doing? Also, also, you as a woman, is it going to be sexually any different for you? No. Because no, that's not, not how women's for, bodies work you know. anyway. Right. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So we're going to get one. So um, what's the journal? Oh, what's hold on. A- I'm waiting. Uh, sorry. I didn't have my links pulled up. A thousand apologies. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, that was one against it. Uh, hold on. Wait, there's a pro. So, so the, the thing I wanted to mention pro. is that I found in the journal I'd never heard of there was an article that was pro, but then the woman who wrote it is actually a dermatologist who got in, who basically her whole narrative is that she had an opiate addiction and now she has come back from opiate addiction. So, do we want a woman who's a dermatologist with a history of substance abuse telling us what to stick in our vaginas? No. I don't think we need to pull up that link. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to hear what I'm she good. has to say? No. Oh, no. But I guess the bottom line is that the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, the big official body that should be telling us what to do with our vaginas, says don't do these things. And okay. if you're having a problem like stress incontinence, like as you're getting older and you're leaking urine, go speak to an actual gynecologist right. about how to fix it versus letting some dermatologist with a drug problem Put a laser in your vagina. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. Yeah. I'd also say if we're at the point where we're talking about body image today, and if you're at the point where you're worried about your vagina and how and squeezy it is, that's crazy. If we right. we've we've already covered all the bases, right. we're getting there now. I mean, it's another thing for women to feel like they're doing wrong. I'm not right. I'm ever going to register that yeah. part of, <laughs> of all the things on my yeah. list? No. It's not even at the yeah. top fifty. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. That's crazy. But the, you know, I guess on the housewife, you've done everything else. That's you've true. had all your face. You can only have so many chemical peels per season watch people do so many needles into their faces and you see Ramona's and you just never Ugh. want to get one again I know yeah. forget Oof. it yeah. is this all too niche I'm sorry I guess I shouldn't no, <laughs> I mean not. we assume that our listeners is a lot of overlap right yeah well I would hope so or this is my constant Seinfeld reference tendency and just assuming all of our <laughs> listeners have an encyclopedia knowledge of all things Seinfeld for sure yeah so Absolutely. they have housewives too Perfect. yes um so okay so we all agree Let's get them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, agree. We're all on our way to get them now. Sponsorship. Um, or you should just give them. Oh, yeah. I'll just give them at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Um, none at the VA? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk to, like, all this stuff ties together and how just, like, life is horrible. Of and <laughs> my first question is just, what is dating and why do we do it? Ugh, you know? Excellent question. Excellent question. I mean, okay. Dating should be like, oh, I'm meeting a man in all of our cases. That's going to be nice to me. And we're gonna, I'm going to enjoy his company. He will enjoy mine. We're going to like kiss sometimes and like watch 30 Rock together. And you'll like meet my friends and we'll all be happy. But that, <laughs> like, that like never happens. It doesn't. Though. It doesn't work out like that, oddly <laughs> the enough. The standard's so low at this point yes. where I told Matt I had a good date and I was like, he told me a movie he liked and I didn't like it and then we moved on. <laughs> like, we it was were like both, the lowest bar. Yeah, the lowest bar. Yeah. I was like, yeah. and he didn't leave in the middle of the date and not tell me where he was going. <laughs> and he Wait, have you actually had that happen to you? I've had, I've dated, yeah. No, but no, but I don't, <laughs> I, I, I've yeah, never yeah, had anyone like, leave in the middle and not tell me like the date is over. Well, there's just different ways they do it, but yeah, it's all like the flag same. down the waiter and say, oh. oh, I need this, 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 this. Oh, no, let's okay. Get out, let's get no, out. Like you're half done with your drink or your meal and they're asking for the And chat. they're running out the door. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, who was that? I right. don't remember. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. Right. Yeah. Or, um, 
like they just they're mean to you like yeah. outwardly right just rude for I no reason definitely had men break up with me because I uh, love Vanderpump Rules a lot and I also <laughs> love Mariah Carey a lot and it comes up a lot in yeah. our conversations because yeah. it's like this is a part of my life it's, that you should be open to yeah and I've had a man on like our 10th date so like we were oh. far into this who turned to me and said I will never watch that show with you <laughs> and I was like um, bitch, you <laughs> just mentioned watching Chris Lee Knows Best. Oh. How dare you judge Vanderpump no. Rules? Well, not only that, but I would say he should know you're a songwriter. And maybe True. down the road, that kind of stuff, that kind of behavior is going to come I out know. in music. <laughs> oh. And it's maybe my what new a tease. tease of a favorite song. Uh. But I think that is something with dating as a writer and a person who does comedy, it is nice that we can then at least go, oh God, I have like an idea yeah. for how to make fun of it, but right. it still sucks. Oh no, no, Janie knows. I went out with a guy for just like a couple months and then I took a sketch writing class after and I used his real God-given name wow. in every single sketch I wrote in it's the power. entire class. It that's, felt great. It that's was amazing. That's the thing is I feel like people get on Taylor Swift for this all the time and it's like, you know, there's a million things that Taylor Swift does wrong and like yeah. it, that are annoying. Like she didn't say who she was going to vote for because she wanted to keep all her fans, but this <laughs> is is not a problem because this also is, she's not naming names she's not and even if she is implying strongly that it's Jake Gyllenhaal it's like th- right. that is her right as like I, we were in a relationship a together woman. and I want right. to express my feelings on my point of view of what happened because writing from your truth is what gets the best stuff absolutely so. you date her you know that's the deal I know. Right. and that's right. how it is with us exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the T-Swifts of LA <laughs> exactly you get that a lot um, and I guess like the thing that we're always looking for is just the reinforcement that not all men are terrible that yes. is like the dating narrative we're trying to destroy because Absolutely. over yeah. and over they reinforce it. Yeah. And um or not even sometimes it's not even terrible. It's just like ugh. just like boring. 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 Nothing too. common. Like, and terrible is almost more interesting and more fun. Or like it's crazy. more memorable. It's like stories yeah. I've had of like one date. So I'm like, I will never forget that date. Exactly. <laughs> right. And it's right. like you operate the, your whole life is this. That's I exactly had 30 it. 30 seconds with you and it was too much. Right. You live this I'm already truth. exhausted and your life is chaos. Right. And this is just exciting to watch as like a sightseer. I don't want to be part of this. Right. But I'll just watch it for three hours and then pretend I have to go and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask for the check. I will say for a plus of being a gay man is like, we at least have some sort of like, okay, we both <laughs> came out at some point, mm. ideally, and like we have something to build on. We, you probably have a pop diva you really love, <laughs> I hope. You should see me on dates when I start talking about uh, RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does RuPaul come up on like first dates for you? It comes up every other word. Oh, no, because inevitably it's like, okay, are you religious? And you're like, no. It's well, no, I just have a RuPaul quote for everything, yeah. I mean, and yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'll be like, you know, whatever the client wants, as RuPaul would say, and they'll be like, What? Who's RuPaul? Who's yeah. RuPaul? Yeah. Um, or I'll just, you know, I'll like bring up, I mean, they, they just don't have anything in common, right. but I did see, I just saw the big sick, and there's like a really funny line where she's just like, Oh, I love when men grill me on my taste. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's very you. Did it's you not write? Yeah. Did you write the big I, sick? I wish yeah. But um, dating is terrible. Yeah. And the standard's really, really low. And like, yeah. how often do you have to listen to like, like you say, like, oh, I love Master of None. Like, oh, oh, Tarantino's yours? my favorite director. Yeah. Like, like, if I could script right, it out. Right, right. If you're on an app, the first thing is like, they see, like, you're like, you're like Master of None. A hundred percent of the time. And then uh-huh. you go, yeah, it's fine. Like, what do you think, season one or two? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then you go, they're both, they have their merits. <laughs> 
And then you're like, so what else? Um, what'd you do this weekend? Hung out with friends. Oh, oh. no, um, that is the worst. Do not ask me so what then, I did this weekend. And then and then I'll be like, kill. Um, <laughs> so uh, we'll like look through the profile, through profile. Like that looks like a nice fish you caught because they always right. have a fish or something. You know, something. Try. It's either like with a baby like this is my niece oh <laughs> because i thought you had a kid okay thanks and so then then it's like uh yeah you know, fishing trip <laughs> and then the conversation ends <laughs> <laughs> this sounds really fun so then yeah. if you make it to the date Ugh. they're always worse than you thought they would be oh like, yeah they just have a weird presence yeah. and their shoes are too shiny what has that happened? I don't like it. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't I, like a shiny. Shoe. I don't like, like a, a shiny patent. shoe. Yeah. Well, no. I, this was more of a Chicago thing where it was like every man wore the same thing on every date. What was it? Where it was like uh, ugly pair of just like black dress shoes. Frequently. Please don't say it with jeans. Baggy oh, jeans. Baggy man. jeans and it's blue striped shirt. Yep. Well, yep. and then too much shit in his hair. But this was also like twenty years ago, or no? I left Chicago a year ago. No, but it sounds like it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chicago's twenty years behind the times, but. Well, Which I don't like look. dressing up for dates. I find it annoying because women like, I mean, men do too, but women have to like do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then men show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do guys come in like t-shirts? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, mean whatever bad thing you were going to say, sandals, flip flops, whatever like shitty wow. thing you were about on to say. Date? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say I've, I've worn t-shirts on dates, but they're like nice they're sophisticated and sophisticated t-shirts. Like, you take you know, care of yourself. I try to right. keep it, you know, like yeah. I'm yeah. trying. I hope right. you're trying to. That's yes. it. Just That's the try. message I like to send. I yeah. would say though, I don't think there's ever been, I feel like the conversations about taste and pop culture and stuff i don't even like have them on dates i just find them really horrible right. and i have friends for that like yeah. i don't want to talk to that so then what do you want to talk about on these dates um i like to like i don't know i guess <laughs> maybe it's part of the problem what i'm the problem <laughs> that doesn't this- sound right no, <laughs> who is this person i don't know <laughs> i feel like we talk about our lives and like what we're doing and who we want to be Oh my gosh. Who do they, they want to be? Screenwriters. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say like Ari Gold from Entourage. Ari Gold. No. I, I feel like. Do I, they all want to be like the Duplass brothers? Like, who do they want to be? Well, same as me, like a writer. <laughs> Are you want, always like, dating writers? In LA, yes. Mm. I think because that's like a very common denominator because there's so many entertainment people out here that the like funny or the, you know, not actor ones are that. But I also, I'm, I am I have been on good dates with writers, and if any of them are listening, I'm not speaking about you specifically. <laughs> it's all the other guys, I'll all say, the other writers. I did hate dating, actually. I hated it more in New York. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. I didn't know that. The guys are awful, and there's just so many, like, they, they're, on, they're on these apps so consistently that they're not even processing your presence. They're just mm. like, there's another, there's another, mm. and it's just like they could, they don't even see you. And they treat you like garbage. So then is their only goal just to sleep with women? I don't know. Because some of them like pretend to claim that they want a I don't know. My whole experience was they would like convince women that they were dating and then be weird and then leave. And then be like seeing other women on the side or like not emotionally available. Yeah, or... yeah. Do you think it's that. that these men have like, they like the idea of having a girlfriend, but they don't want to actually have a girlfriend? I don't know. I don't know. Just hmm. a lot of different neuroses. Right. You could okay. just like pick one. And I'd be like, that's his deal. Okay. <laughs> but... I feel like with the guys I've dated... Not all the time, but a lot of times they are also dating other people, which I'm like, I've mm-hmm. made peace with. That's something people do. We're not exclusive. You're allowed to do that. I wish I had that like gene where it's like, oh, right. I can date multiple people and have feelings. You. No, I wish I could also do it. I mm-hmm. wish I could mm-hmm. date multiple people at once. But I'm like, if I like one person, right. yeah. you're who I like. Yeah. And like this, I can't 
make room I in my also heart just, for others. I also just, who has enough time? There's I just know. not enough hours in the right. day-to-date multiple. Right. It's hard enough dating one. That's I the know. thing. It's too many anecdotes to keep track of. Oh, did you tell me this story? Or did this like other person tell me this story? I don't want to go back to the same place. Well, the way it's supposed to work is you meet someone and you like each other and then that's the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you continue dating. But or, <laughs> or is this just what Nora Ephron has told us? Is this actually real? Well, right. I will say... Um, the big sick again made mm. me believe in love. That's I mean, good. I, I, mean, I, I, mean I, I will say I have a fair number of like happily married friends, so it's like yes, this notion of like meeting someone and, and then, there's Obama. <laughs> yes, he's the one. He's the one. He's yeah. married. He's happy. Mm-hmm. They True. seem great. Yeah. So like we just hold on to that. Yeah, one. we're all looking yeah. for Michelle or Brock. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I, I mean, the person should be a combination emotionally of both. Of course. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've already covered some of the questions I had written. Like, who mm. was the worst person you ever dated? We've all alluded to. <laughs> yeah. Although I haven't even touched on mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also think, yeah, like on the topic of body image and stuff, that factors so much into dating and online dating that I think it's so destructive. I know it's mm-hmm. the norm now that everyone's on apps, mm-hmm. but I find it so crazy that you're getting, you're putting yourself out there for a very brief snap judgment based on how good your picture is mm-hmm. and what they think they want. But like when you meet someone in person, it's never right. this, right. oh, they're the person I physically. No, because the people that you end up dating who you've met organically, you wouldn't have necessarily picked them on an app or right. what have you. Right. Right. So That's I happened so it. rarely for me. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting someone in real that's life? Ugh, what gross. is that like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to talk in public first? Oh. Know, like someone I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I will. Everyone, it's a cliche about LA, but it is like in like New York or Chicago you're around other people much more often being on public transit or whatever and in LA it does feel like you're not really around organically strangers in a way where you're supposed to be talking to them I don't know people who met in New York in real life like oh, really? I just think well everyone's so in their headphones and their phones they're mm-hmm. not even present but not even like people. through like work or through whatever. work and like yeah. you know comedy or whatever yeah. I've seen but I think that's the same here but I would say like there's no I mean sex and city Yes, you can say it's fictional if you want to. Yeah. But it's not a docu-series? It's uh, not? Oh okay, God. that's uh. fine. Um, rude. But, um, like, I believed you. Like, if that were taking place now, it would be such a different thing. Because, no, because everyone would just be on their phone yeah, everywhere. Ne- they'd never, they'd just be sitting around being like, where am I going to meet somebody? This sucks. Right, right. right. So, that's fun. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I would say, because you dated a little in New York, right? I did. Um... I feel like everyone I met there was on an app. I mm-hmm. mean, also, not to be like, well, being gay is different, mm-hmm. but being gay is different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I could like go to a gay like club or establishment yeah. and assume that people were gay, but that's the only real space that I know that like, oh, I'm not hitting on a straight man. And it's right. like, mm-hmm. I am too old to be hitting on straight men or like to have mm-hmm. crushes on straight men. It's just like, no, we're not in high school. Like, let's yeah. find someone where things could happen here. Yeah. So I think just the apps... It's kind of the only way I've ever done anything. Like, I feel like I've been set up on dates in New York, like, once or twice. Um, but, but but again, I just saw them on Facebook first. It was, like, kind mm. of the same thing, except mm-hmm. we kind of both agreed. Like, yeah, let's do, see what this is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, recently I met someone in real life, and we went on one date. Wait, so what was the real life context? We uh, met, we was a friend of a friend, and a friend was having a performance that we oh. both were going mm-hmm. to and we met and we, we exchanged numbers and it was fine I went on the date and the date honestly he, I, I don't think he's a bad guy I think we want different things but <laughs> the, my takeaway from that date was oh meeting in real life is just as bad as 
<laughs> meeting mm, online. But, yeah, it was just mm. a different door to the same awful house. <laughs> All right, fair <laughs> enough. Because the yeah. end could have been, didn't matter how you right. yeah. But I mean, you get like, it's exciting to right. be realized. And again, yeah. there's no, I mean, there's no way he's listening to this, but just in <laughs> case, he does seem like a nice guy. For somebody but else. In, for for some, a different like, guy. He's in a different place in his life than I. I'm looking for like a relationship. I'm so worried because there are people we like. They're going to think we're talking about them. I know. They, they know if we hate them. You know them. what? No, no. I hope that you think every comment, even that Matt makes or Janie makes, is about you. <laughs> We'll never date again. <laughs> I know, right? Everyone's going to hear this and be like, okay. Yes. Um, but the worst thing a guy ever did was make a list of things I had to change about myself. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, and I, like, I, me and Matt basically just made the same expression. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that guy. And I remember you being like, you know what? He has some points. Oh. And I was like, Janie, <laughs> like, I cannot accept this. I will let you get there. But, uh. like, I... 20 years I'm, later, I'm there. I have oh. no positive feelings towards this person anymore. The points were valid. One was that I had too many gay friends. <laughs> oh, wait. We made to take this out of the pot. Did you also see this guy in a tank top and carrying wiffle ball bats? Or is that somebody else? Take this out of the pot. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fair enough. Um, no, that one. But I will say the gay, too many gay friends was just a question. Why do you have so many gay friends? <laughs> Let's not defend them. No. That's a good point. Uh, oh. Yeah. A lot of the points were... Hurtful. They were hurtful. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So where had he left this list that you had? I mean, this is like no, a he, friend. It was like a sit down. He had written it, and they had a meeting to go over his notes on Janie. Like, oh, I thought this was just like a friends episode where you like found it in his. No, it was like, Are you it was like I didn't realize. Come this over. Was let's like talk summit. about my view of you and your flaws that I've listed. Did I, you then provide the kind of list you'd been making since like date I one? I said the problem is you have a list. <laughs> End of list. Thank you. Very but true. I was yeah. like we're supposed to go over I was supposed to go over to his apartment talk about our relationship uh. and then he pulled out no. a list. Um, and he also expected me to have one. Um, <laughs> You're like no because I'm not a terrible person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This did happen on Friends but it was different. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh because it was a pros and cons list. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you think um, the body standard for gay mm. men is too high or for straight men it's too low? This is the question. This is the question. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think it's honestly probably a little bit of both. But I feel like str- uh, gay men are in a position where we're trying to attract men. True. And ladies are also, you know, straight ladies are in a mm-hmm. position where they're trying to attract men. And men, I think, on both sides of the coin are very shallow visual like <laughs> honestly myself no. included like I are more shallow and this is a generalization but just my experience it's like girls will be like oh I think he's so nice and has he loves his mom and he mm-hmm. is like so respectful mm-hmm. and he has so much potential and every guy is like how hot are they this is exactly <laughs> what I was ten. thinking about yesterday when I was thinking about the podcast I'm like oh because even thinking about the guys I've dated it's usually been like oh he's really funny or he's really right. smart or he seems very interesting see I'm not willing to do that I love that about yeah. you my this is where you and I are different is that I see women marrying men who look like dads. Yeah. And I say, no, no, no. Right. I'm going to reverse this. I'm going to do what I'm going to take on the traits of the oppressor. Do and it. I'm going to only date. I really want to date a hot guy. No. So, so this, is the, this is exactly why. Right. My hope. Every time I go to Los Feliz, I'm just like, where is John Hamm? I got to give him JD's number. Where is John Hamm? Oh, you give him my number? That's yeah. Very, oh, stole That's the sisters. point, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it after all. <laughs> That's so nice of you. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But, oh. but because to me, he is, I mean, well, also, he's like, you know, he's, for someone that hot, he's very funny. Yeah, that's, I mean, it doesn't, we could take For someone leave, that but. attractive, he's funny. You know yeah. what I he mean? He has some issues. I think we could find oh, no. you a, a, a less baggage But I'm just him. thinking, who's the most attractive? If we're going purely He's very Janie. It's like Janie needs a full head of hair. 
and real you know, mask. Real mask. <laughs> <laughs> real mask. John Hamm's V mask. But in like, okay, but mask. I think of like um, Channing Tatum, who I don't like. Uh. Uh. No, Party no. of one. Disagree. <laughs> 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 Get me a line. <laughs> but um, I'd say that like I my the guys that I've all liked have all been like funny or mm-hmm. artsy or something. There's like a creative streak, and they have a lot of hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are a stickler about a full head of hair. I am, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I think because it's just one of those things. Maybe like breasts are to men, yeah. where it's like it's fertility. <laughs> But then, we as we talked about previously, always oh, at reverse fertility. Does that mean that they're less androgenized if they're? It's true. I mean, you know what? It's LA make. You could just get hair plugs. Why not? Does it have to hey. be like organic hair, or can I, it be? Can I just clarify something? It's only applying to white men. <laughs> <laughs> because no, I just think they look. I've told. Oh. This is gonna be terrible. I've told Matt this. I think they look like powder. Are we gonna have to edit out this entire yeah, podcast? We can't, we can't have this. <laughs> this is getting very contentious. It's like, now. What was powder or like a skinhead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Oh, sorry. Gong. <laughs> Gong so that's I'm I'm warped in I, my But head. again, yeah. I feel like you are the minority like, of the yeah. female yeah, friends I, I know, agree. and I have a, a plethora. I think I can think of three on the top of my head. That's like. Physical attractiveness yeah. is like top three things yeah. I need. Oh, I wish I could do that. Yeah. It's just, no, because it's something I would prefer, but I, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I feel like I have a little bit of it. I don't need like a like a perfect body. I need a good face. Yeah, I need yeah. a good face. Yeah, a good fa- which I think is like not a lot to ask. Right. It's like if I find your face appealing, well, that's thing. You're you have a an amazing face. Mm-hmm. You're very sweet. And so <laughs> you deserve an equal face. Another another nice face. <laughs> oh, just other yeah. face. Nice face face deserves nice face. Like um, there was like a psych study I read where mm. it's people end up with people of similar attractiveness. I it's, thought it's about like that. It's like one to two numbers like within yeah. where think, you are. I think I keep thinking about that when I date yeah. people. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm this not. is. <laughs> yeah. Maybe no, but then the problem is the then you're like, oh, sometimes you're like, oh, is this the best I can do? Uh, I've had that too. Or I'm on a date and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is because they look different in the profile. Then right. you get there and you're like, oh, I will shit. say I have had an experience of when I went on dates with a guy I'd met and I was like, the only hold up was I don't know that I'm attracted mm-hmm, to you. And mm-hmm. we went on multiple and multiple dates and he did grow on me. And then That's I awesome. was like very into him. And then, and then you're also like, look at me. I'm so non-judgmental. <laughs> I mean, I wish, but the, it really ended up with him dumping me. So it really didn't, <laughs> didn't matter either way. That's the same problem though. Because then you're like, oh wait, I, you know, I've grown. I'm really, I'm trying really hard. And then they're all still trash. They're all still Yeah. Shitheads. I mean, yeah. he's in specific. He specifically, we shouldn't have been dating, but he's like a very nice guy. But yeah, just he's nice for somebody else. It didn't matter. (laughs) It didn't matter at the end of the day. Like the attractiveness, it's like if they're gonna dump you, they're gonna dump you. True. Being dumped by someone less attractive doesn't feel good. No, that's my point. Um, I completely agree. I think, but I do think more men should be hot. (laughs) I also think men should wear more makeup. You have mentioned that before. Yeah, I really strongly feel this. You know what I was going to say is when, so Janie and I a couple years ago went to like Amsterdam and Iceland on vacation. Mm -hmm. So one, all the men were very attractive because they were all a Viking stock. They all had a ton of hair and their clothes fit better. I think the fitting clothes is a big thing with straight guys. It's like if you could find clothes that fit, that would take you points ahead. Because even if you're like fat or thin and these were, I mean, granted, it was like Europe. They were like mostly thin, but their clothes were like quarter size smaller and just fit better. And like, the you know, if you're wearing a shirt, like the sleeves just like came the right part of your wrist. Matt and I were just talking about this. Go to Bonobos. (laughs) (laughs) There who really needs to sponsor the podcast because Janie mentions Bonobos. She's like, if I see a guy in Bonobos, (laughs) I know he knows what's up. He knows what's up. (laughs) Because you don't overthink it. You just go there. You get something that fits. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I just want to say I'm very shallow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, 
yeah, I think I think everyone needs to step it up. Everybody. When I was in high school, I was thinking about this. Um, I was the photo editor, photo editor of the newspaper, and I remember I would airbrush people. <laughs> you were like an Instagram filter before there was Instagram. Yeah, this was ten years before Instagram. Yeah. I would get, I put them in Photoshop before. I was like, I'm doing them a service. Did and anyone notice or respond or say like, no? Really? Would you just like soften the edges of their face? I would do a, a stamp tool with a feather edge to clean up the skin a little bit. <laughs> Just sort of like even it out, right? And I thought that was a nice. Act. I th- honestly, I do think it's nice, Thank especially because it, it's not like you just did it to yourself True. and no. like True. left a bunch. Did of Did you like, ever have an enemy where you would like do the opposite and like give them blemishes? Harsh lines. Yeah, <laughs> I or bad contours. No, it was mostly just like if it was a, a headshot of like a writer or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. I would just clean it up. I think you know you got it. You got to shop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel like, and I I shot some music videos recently, but uh, I feel like the makeup thing. If uh, in a, like a normal life thing, I've been like, oh my god, I have a pimple today, and it's our first date, and like I can't mm. do something about it. Like that is such a thing. It's like if makeup was more like gender neutral, ex- yeah, gender yeah. neutral, and there was less hangups about like men wearing makeup. It's yeah. like oh, we could just like look nicer yeah. in public, but yeah, it'd be no, great. But here's my concern about makeup: is I'm really bad at it. So then when other people wear makeup well, it makes me feel bad about me. So then I don't want anyone to wear makeup because I'm bad at it. So then no it one. Is, it's a talent. You know. Like you see those people on YouTube and you're like, how did you Or even do just like that? other women just like out in the world. And I'm like, oh, your eye makeup, you have like a little like a wing at the end. I'm like, it's I would true. I just stab myself in the eye. <laughs> even like, you know, Janie's wearing eye makeup right now. I got nothing. This looks very nice. Did that take a lot of work? I put on eyeliner and then used eye makeup remover to remove it. So that's. <laughs> it looks great. It it's looks like a smoky good. eye. Smoky eye. Smoky eye. I think it's probably just from practice. Yeah. But I think. On the makeup note, I like wearing a little bit of makeup sometimes. For me, For it you. just makes me feel good. Yeah. I also sometimes will full do a full paint. A full mm-hmm. face. I, yeah. I just, why not, yeah. you know? But I think, like, if men could just even it out sometimes, it would do wonders. I agree with that. That's all I'm saying. That makes sense. <laughs> but then are we going to make the same argument men make where it's like, oh, when you wear makeup, you're lying. Oh, like, that's so stupid. I've seen that. I don't like, agree with. First thing you do with a grown date is yeah. take her to a pool. <laughs> See how I make a fly off. <laughs> I love your impression of Spanky. No, but it is spot on. It is spot on. I mean, I was no, like, wait, where did Matt go? Who is this other Matt? Wait, <laughs> who is this other person? But what about mine? Master of none. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you guys, what I is this podcast? We would be friends. I, I think our, our straight men would be friends. Yeah, we would just yeah. be like, did you see Master of none? I'm like, oh yeah, season two is like way better. <laughs> oh, take her to a pool. Oh, let's take her to a pool. Watch that face fly off. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's so stupid. Face fly off. <laughs> I would take someone to a pool to see their body. Of course. On that note, we should take a break. (laughs) Smooth. We'll be right back. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to Relatively Healthy on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. So we're back, Relatively Healthy. Uh, We have an amazing guest today, Matt Palmer. Hi. Hi. And we're going to get into the listener questions. And as a reminder, you can always leave us a voicemail. It's all anonymous at 1-844-STOLARX, S-T-O-L-A-R-X. And we love the voicemails. Please leave. They're great. Um, we also have a Google form, but like leave a voicemail. No. It's more fun. We and love to hear your voices. We love to hear, oh, love to hear your voices. This isn't my podcast. <laughs> we just love hearing everyone's voice. It, Matt's podcast. <laughs> it, um, we are excited because we actually do have a voicemail today. And, I, and I don't know who it's from. This is honestly anonymous. I don't and I haven't even heard it. Yeah. So here we go. Hi, uh, my name is Kim. I'm a 28-year-old female. 
and I just have a question about um, actually one of your recent podcast episodes uh, where you guys talking talk about toilet seats, and it kind of inspired me because I've had a lot of recent conversations around um, squatting while pooping. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to understand the actual health benefits of doing this and you know, I've heard that it's helpful for your colon and things like that, but I have a friend who recently was in a bathroom at a kind of, I think it was a venue, and somebody opened the door to her stall by accident because she was literally squatting on the actual seat while pooping, and the woman saw her and just said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I just, I didn't see your feet. <laughs> so... Um, aside from hilarious uh, stories to share while you're squatting and pooping, um, what are what are the, the benefits? I just need to understand, do I need to be squatting while I'm pooping? Do I need to get, like, a little stool? I've heard of people getting stools for their toilets. Um, I just, I would love to understand. Please help me. Thank you. And uh, please feel free to use my message. All right, bye. What Wait, do we become as a society? First of all, I want this woman who was literally standing feet on a public toilet seat. Like, just, you have to have so much upper body and core strength to keep yourself up on that small yeah, that's surface. Crossfit. That's definitely crossfit. It just seems like the risk of you falling and like, getting a concussion just seems so great. That is my concern about, not the caller, but the that's caller's crossfit. associates. Was she unable to latch the door closed? Like, or, why is, or there is, no- is she that insistent Ugh. on squatting while defecating that no, the and it's like, look, then just go home. If you if you have that much of a defecation ritual, just go to your own home and you have to go to the bathroom. If you're listening and this is something you do or you have insight into the Don't. psychology, well, I was going to say, oh, call, call, <laughs> call us. First, one, knock it off, two, call us. Or. Wait to knock it out till we know more about it. Fair I'm enough. trying to get info here, okay? <laughs> trying to milk this out of listeners. Uh, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. And that person should like, yeah, definitely. If you're gonna do that, double lock, yeah, triple double lock, lock and triple yeah. lock. Get some it. fake shoes, put them on the ground. Make sure no one is walking in on that yeah. because that's not good. Um, so I feel like. 95% of the questions we get are about the mechanics of defecation. I mean, I will say that, like, Dr. Oz was going to have a general interest health show, and then it basically all wound up being people talking about People poops. are obsessed with it. People are, I mean, this is one of my theories about how, you know, in the 1900s, it was like hysteria. The womb was like where all this research was, and women were crazy because their uteruses were, people were just like attributing women's emotions to their uterus as a way to control them. Now, because we're such a body image obsessed culture, that it's become our guts so this is my theory my theory Whoa. about write that for this, like, something yeah i don't Mind know because <laughs> now no one talks about their uterus anymore we all just talk about our intestines and also like all these people who have created their own food allergies exactly things, whether they're real or not like right it's all about and that. everyone says no. they have ibs even if they don't actually have ibs people are obsessed yeah i never yeah. think about my poop is right. that weird no I'm that's just like, good it means you're good? like more self-actualized i just feel like you know we're doing this it's we're doing it. Let's flush it, and it's gone. Yeah. And like it's, it's gone. Never, and uh, also, on the note of dating, we are no. never gonna uh, know uh, the uh, other person's uh, oh, habits. Nope. Like, nope. Nope. Seeing each other, nope. like open the. Oh nope. my nope. goodness! I agree. I went on a date, and like there were multiple stalls in the bathroom. And I was like, I'll just wait until you're out of the right. bathroom, just because like we're no. not there, and we're yeah. never gonna be, we're never there. Gonna be there. No. <laughs> no. I mean, this is one of our mom's axioms: was that 
uh, like why rich people would stay married for longer. It was like separate bedrooms and separate bathrooms. Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. She I completely agree. Just keep everything separate. Private. I feel like we're not answering the question. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> we were just giving more just, life advice. Yeah. We were, we were, we very, were going off. We, yeah. were. we just think it's more general opinions. So let's yeah. go back to the squatty potty because I think we talked about it a little bit. We didn't fully so, dive in. So, you know, so now I've looked up multiple articles about, right, so the notion of is the medical term that I found. Sorry, I never have my links. God. Uh, Gotta get your hold links. Hold up. Gotta get your links. As I <laughs> do this. Say. Oh, here we go. It is technically <laughs> called your anorectal angle. Because the whole point, right, is that by putting your feet up, allegedly, and by squatting, it's like the bottom of your large intestine. is anorectal kind of redundant? Oh, no, it's your anorectal angle. No, because your anus and your rectum are two. The rectum's like the very bottom, and then the anus is just inside. Cool. I'm doing hand gestures. People can't see. But you, you can look it up. So it is, there's a specific angle you get from squatting. From squatting. And so then what, um, so then there has been some research to suggest, oh, that maybe squatting in general is maybe, you know, helps people go to the bathroom. Okay. Not necessarily in a squatty potty per se, but in a lot of the world, they don't have right. Western toilets. In China, they have, yeah. when I went, you just stand, you're not standing on toilets, you're standing on yeah. toilets. So yeah. like, yeah. maybe in get, instead of getting squatty potties, what we should do is just eliminate Western toilets. Absolutely not. And just... <laughs> no. Not doing it. Not doing it. Going, so I actually, when I was on a bus in China, I was trying to use the bathroom on the bus. It was like an 18-hour bus ride. Oh, man. And it had overflowed. <gasps> And there was nowhere to go. And so I had to stand in it. Like, you stand in it. There's no, that's not good. You don't want your feet in no. it. And it's like, I guess the one thing sanitary, sanitarily is it is, if all things are going according to plan, less contact. Like, there's yeah. less. But the whole thing, uh, for me as a stupid, white, horrible person, it's like, <laughs> now. But I, you know, I had to go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so squatting mechanically could be. But as far as, um, so I looked at an article from Men's Health and I looked at an article from NPR, both of which they actually spoke with gastroenterologists about this. And the gastroenterologists in general are like, as long as you're pooping fine now, you can't really make a good thing better. Okay. So if your poops are fine, so it's like, don't even worry about it. It's more it. like if you have a problem, try this. Yeah. But like if it works for you, it works for you. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And gastroenterologists must be making a killing right now. I they know. are hot. Yeah. Money. Cha-ching. Cha-ching, cha-ching. For our next venture. <laughs> what, become a gastroenterologist? Yes. yes. <laughs> Gotta live a thousand lives. Right? <laughs> We follow our own path. Yes. <laughs> Who says you have to go like do a fellowship or like learn how these Fellow things work? What? I don't know her. We are not familiar. <laughs> no. I just got it online. So. so find me and Matt in a shed and we will hook you up. <laughs> um, so the next question is a Google. We love every we love every listener. We love every question. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a bit of a long one. I'm sorry. Okay. Or we're not sorry. This person wanted to provide a lot of backstory. Yeah, we why? Why are them. you shaming our question asker? Let them. Ask why are you shaming question. me? There's a lot of shame here. Yeah, <laughs> it felt that when I walked felt in. It. <laughs> felt it. The energy. Um. So the question is, how risky are blowjobs really? I'm a 31 year old gay man, and I always use condoms during anal sex, whether topping or bottoming. In high school, our health teacher said we should use condoms for blowjobs too. But then I went to get my first STD test in grad school, and the doctor said that blowjobs are actually pretty low risk. Basically, zero risk for HIV and pretty low for other stuff too, especially receiving. Since then, I have received blowjobs with, this is in caps, reckless abandon. And Congratulations! Given, yeah, right. Know, and given them with semi-abandon, and then gotten tested every three to six months. I'll ask people I know 
I'll ask people I don't know well if they've been tested recently, but if it's someone I'm dating, I assume they're a responsible adult who knows the st- their status and maintains safe practices. Am I crazy or is this sensible? Uh, is it still possible to get um, throat GC? Oh, no. So th- those are my notes. Oh, I was Sorry. like, what's this person say? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the question is, are blowjobs safe? Which I've heard before. This is a common question. So yeah. as far as HIV uh, transmission specifically, I mean... You're right. It's the different sexual acts are going to pose a different amount of risk of HIV transmission. I mean, the big thing is just kind of like the amount of fragile mucosal surface area that a potentially infected fluid is getting exposed to. So I actually looked this up uh, on AIDSMAP.com, which is like an authoritative source on HIV AIDS information. And so they have uh, a chart, estimated HIV transmission risk per exposure for specific activities and events. Okay. So they cover... So if we look at, um, so the highest risk, um, blood transfusion with contaminated blood. Oh, no, don't do that. 92% risk. Okay, just cross that one off yeah. the list. Uh, injection drug use risk is from 0.63 to 2.4. And then, um, so for example, receptive fellatio, the risk ranges from 0% is what they say, cool. to 0.04 or 1 out of 2,500. Okay, and so there is a risk. There yeah. is, but so then, if we also look at receptive, um, anal receptive intercourse with a partner of unknown status, it's point two seven percent or one in three hundred and seventy. So that's high. Yeah, much higher in comparison. It's, it's higher, and then the risk of, um, I guess this was the other thing I thought was interesting, is that receptive sex, receptive like anal receptive intercourse with a positive partner, it's one in one hundred and twenty three. Mm-hmm. But that's with each individual mm-hmm. time. But what about things that aren't HIV? So that's exactly my point. Because uh, fun fact about Janie and I, the year between us, there was an outbreak of throat gonorrhea in the back of the bar mitzvah bus at Edgewood Middle School. It was not our year. It was not our year. It was the year between <laughs> us. We want to make that very clear. But I was in the front of the bus <laughs> driving that thing. I'm telling you, I was up there talking yeah. shop about yeah. what the view was doing. I wasn't. No, I wasn't yeah. there. You no. weren't there. I no. had no idea what was going on. No, and, and, again, this was if not. If you had told me what it was, I would have been like, "What is that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would people do because that?" Because I was going to bar mitzvahs to dance. Yeah, I had I mean, on. Um, I wore leggings under my dress because the first time I went to a bar mitzvah, I we did a snowball where like two Ugh. people are in the middle and then they snowball and they go other find other people to dance with. Oh, and in theory, no, everyone it's terrible because everyone literal, watches you not get asked to dance. It's a popularity contest yeah. in real life. Oh. and I remember I went to my first because we went to a lot of bar mitzvahs because we're Jewish. And, everyone's Jewish. Uh, there were uh, everyone got asked and I was like, oh yep. no, I don't get asked. Right, cool. Yeah. So then the next yeah. time I was just like, I'm gonna dance, and so my whole thing all through middle school was like I'm just dancing and so I didn't know anything about what was going on I don't think I knew a man I wasn't familiar I think I knew like what AIDS was because I was like very concerned about it in a global scale no because Magic Johnson had this special with Linda Ellerby Sure. I don't remember yeah. that. It was very informative. <laughs> but I remember you were an LGBT ally very That's early right. on. That's right. I was a pioneer. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I just think we should mention also, that. Harvey no. Milk and me. I do want to mention that our high school was so LGBT friendly that there was the club that Janie was a member of called Scott. But no, then, I was president. That, no, but sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. But then. but I then she means president. Yeah. But then they also had, it was like a PFLAG chapter or something that like straight children were not even allowed to be members of. 
That was just like the, it was like not the Alliance regular. It was just like a club for. But wait, yeah. Janie, did you wear like rainbow sunglasses yes. to school? Oh, well, okay. So I wore a pride ribbon mm-hmm. and an AIDS awareness bracelet. And then I wore pink and black zebra print glasses mm-hmm. that were non-prescription. And so people called me Elton John. <laughs> Sure. It's a pretty good burn. I mean, Looking it's not bad. It, burn. It's not, it's not For bad. a bunch of like 14 year olds. Commonly, I commonly wore a bandana on my head. I was really, and I didn't know why they were doing these things. <laughs> why did you, why was this like, oh, I am so mm. like LGBT friendly? Why was this the, your cause of choice? I went to a lot of causes. Interesting. I really you was. saving the oh, environment, the no, rainforest. No, it was animal animals. rights. Animal that was rights. a biggie. President of the Animal Rights Club. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry this has just become my resume. <laughs> <laughs> but I was super into animal rights. I was super into, I remember I was like really obsessed with sweatshops, but I realized you can't wear clothes right. if you're like really going to protest yeah. that. And you're like, no, 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 I you, need clothes. Yeah. Sorry. No, you were a vegetarian for a while. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was horrible. I was really annoying. Um, what has changed? You were, princ- you were principled. You know, you just, principled. you know, even as a young person, you're like, I know Thank things you. are right and yeah. wrong. Yes. And like, the wrong things I'll stand yeah. against unless I ha- can't wear clothes. Oh, <laughs> then I need to I have, have to clothes. Wear clothes. Oh, sorry. So we've totally gone off from. Oh, our, yeah. oh no. So the thing I wanted to mention about. Um, so, you, so yeah. So you can still get gonorrhea and chlamydia of the throat, which is as gross as it. Yeah, sounds. I want to ask a bit. Like, actually, we haven't talked much about STDs. Mm-hmm. So, what's the worst one? Like to get aside from HIV. I mean, it depends on. So you know, so human papillomavirus or HPV can cause cancer. It can cause cervical cancer. It can cause rectal cancer. It can cause penile cancer. It can cause head and neck cancers. So that's bad. And then the the Gardasil vaccine protects against four strains. I mean, it's the ones that are most likely to be oncogenic or cause cancer. But there's so many strains, it's not going to cover all of them. But only a, only a few of them cause cancer, gotcha. and it covers the cancer causing okay, ones. I see. So that's so that's bad. Uh, and then herpes is embarrassing, but it's not fatal, but it's... But it's like you have to live with it. It's highly it. stigmatized. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So that's bad. And then uh, gonorrhea, chlamydia kind of go together. But in women, if you have a... I got to look it up, whether it's gonorrhea or chlamydia, but one of them, if it goes undetected and it ascends basically into your fallopian tubes, it can cause scarring. And you can become infertile? Yeah. Okay. Like, so then that's bad too. And I saw a sign recently that there's a syphilis tsunami Oh, it's yeah. Like a good marketing. <laughs> oh, well, no, the other thing I wanted to say about gonorrhea is that now there are strains that are becoming like super strains of gonorrhea because everyone's had it for so long and people have <gasps> been getting so many antibiotics. There are now strains of gonorrhea that are basically resistant to every antibiotic. No. That's terrifying. Yeah. It sounds like a horror movie. It does. Yeah. yeah. So for like, and also for blowjobs, I feel like most people don't, don't use, use condoms. condoms. Nobody wants to. So then are you just, everyone's just transmitting stuff that way? Like all the things that aren't HIV, yeah. it sounds like those are just They're potentially skin. out there being spread. Wow. Absolutely. And when people get, a, when you go to get screened, like this, this person's talking question. about getting screened for, yeah. um, for HIV, but, mm-hmm. do, but. No, so you bring up an excellent point, which is, so I did uh, in my infectious disease training in the infectious disease clinic when men who have sex with men would come in for their HIV follow-up and testing. Part of routine STD testing was also throat swaps Mm -hmm. for gonorrhea, chlamydia, and rectal swaps for gonorrhea, chlamydia. Got it. Because, uh, as I would tell the patients, you know, it would, your test is only positive at the site of inoculation. So for us to just do like pee tests on all these guys isn't going to tell us if they have throat, Mm. gonorrhea, chlamydia. if you go to the free clinic, like, would they do that? Not necessarily. And the other thing is that, you know, uh, there's pap smears to screen for cervical cancer and there's technically in the guidelines especially in HIV positive men or men who have sex with men they should be getting anal paps 
but the, the there's not the problem is is that like this is a newly evolving science so specifically how often people are supposed to get the, these tests and what to do with this information is not really wow. known but uh no pun intended like this is and because ideally right you catch these lesions before somebody developed anal cancer this person who's having the reckless abandon situation, yeah. do we think that they should slow it down? Like, is that, what would you recommend? I mean, I think like with like jumping out of an airplane or anything else, there's inherent risks in any fun <laughs> activity. Right. Right. So as long as you're cognizant of your risk, like ideally you should be like an after school special and like talking to your partners about mm-hmm. their STD testing results. But, but also like, you don't know if they're being honest. That's the thing. No. Exactly. Especially if it's right. this where it's no, this I completely many partners. Agree. Probably yeah. not, you know. So look, there is an inherent, I'm not here to tell you what to do or not do, but I would say to make sure that if you're having a lot of oral receptive intercourse that you consider asking your provider about, you know, gonorrhea, chlamydia screening That's a good for your throat. And then as far as HPV, head and neck cancer risk goes, smoking and drinking big time increase your risk hmm. of an HPV virus turning malignant. We love drinking. So if you're, so oh, yeah. if, if you're engaging in a lot of oral receptive intercourse, just to maybe at least be aware of what the risks are when you're engaging in these behaviors. So, can, so when you're getting your yearly checkup, can you ask like, oh, could you yeah. like, swab my throat? Absolutely. For like this yeah. If, if you're going to screen me for STDs anyway, that's a good. Would right. you consider? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's I a never good point. And unfor- and unfortunately, we're all kind of aged out of Gardasil, but it should really be universal for every why would people be aged out so I, because the original studies just weren't done on participants over the age of 26 oh and i and remember the thought process is that oh by the time you're 26 you've already been exposed to everything but they're assuming everyone gets married at like 22 and then stops having new sexual partners right right why don't they just have it for, for everyone who didn't i know have it? Right. exactly I right that yeah. gonorrhea thing is gonna stick with me that's oh, super it's strain. bad look it up it's legit and it's can scary. that be in your throat as well do we know yeah why not? Hey. They're everywhere. Hey. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do? No. What happens when you have gonorrhea? I mean, like a little bit of discharge. It's not going to kill you. Cool. And the problem is, is that throat gonorrhea, yeah, you can get a sore throat and just think you have strep for a couple days. But then it just goes away. But then you can still pass it on to partners. And then if that person puts their mouth somewhere else, then you can get gonorrhea. Oh, my God. In your genitals. People need to know Too this. Too many Christmas. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Everyone just shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, we all just lock ourselves in our rooms. Right? <laughs> Not worth it. Like the next time someone talks to me, I'll be like, "What are you?" <laughs> sorry. sorry. Get your Have you heard about the super strain of away. gonorrhea? <laughs> That's my first date conversation. <laughs> there you, there you That's go. it. Yeah. Master of none. Super, super strain of gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel. I hope this person has a good. Yeah answer i'm sorry it's not like half fat um but i think that's it is it's half fun but just think about it and about it ask for the swap ask for the swap is a great tip yeah yeah Yeah. and also um it sounds like they're being uh careful with getting tests frequently which is great and prep is a wonderful thing oh so that was the other thing i was going to briefly touch on is you could also consider um Although generally it's recommended more for men who are having like anoreceptive intercourse as opposed to just oral receptive intercourse because the risk is higher for anoreceptive intercourse. You could speak to your provider about potentially getting on PrEP. So PrEP is basically one of an HIV cocktail medicine. It doesn't have like the full HIV treatment regimen. It just has two of like the three or four drugs you'd normally be on. It's one pill you take once a day. Um, And being on it, significantly decreases your risk of HIV transmission. Although the newest evidence that's come out has shown that in serodiscordant couples where one person's pause and one person doesn't have HIV, if the positive person 
is undetectable if they're taking their medication religiously. There have really been no documented wow that's transmissions. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so but that happened. It happens so like quickly within our lifetime. It's yeah. changed so much. Yeah, but um, so but the thing about prep is that you have to. Go back to your doctor every three months to get re-screened for HIV. That's just part of the protocol because if you turn positive, then um, you have to get an HIV treatment. And being on this particular medication could mean that you're at increased risk of getting a resistance strain to mm. the medication mm. that this would cover. And it potentially in the long term, it's bad for bone density. It's mm. bad for your kidneys. But, you know, it's really it's, you know, if you're depending on the number of partners that you're having, it would at least be something to discuss with your provider about if he or she would recommend it for you. That's interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And also, I do believe if you're male, you can go to Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. for this stuff too. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. When I was recently at Planned Parenthood, it was yeah. all men in the waiting room. Oh. And I don't think people know that, that men can be seen there. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously like authorities on this kind of thing. Absolutely. Questions. Yeah. Um, great. So I hope that that answered this person's question thank mm-hmm. you so much for um writing in again give us a call leave a voicemail use the google form we love all your poo questions <laughs> um and so now to close things out we're gonna give the prescription mm. and here's where ellen and matt on the spot and i <laughs> are each going to recommend something that'll increase your general wellness this week oh my goodness because, you know it's not just about medicine <laughs> Right, Ellen? It's really about comprehensive care. That's right. Absolutely. And so... And we're also not here just to fix problems. We're here to, like, keep you well, keep you from getting sick in the first place. And that's what these things are going to do. That's great. Do you have one ready? Somebody else can go first. All right. Well... I'll just say I love the show Boy Band. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm dying. Oh, if over any it. of the boys are listening, we would love to have you on the pod. Would die to. <laughs> I hope they're not listening, right? They're you should be not. focused on your performance. True. And well, right now, as we're recording, they're doing an appearance in Burbank. <gasps> and what is in- insane to me about the show is just seeing like it's been on for four weeks and it's an ABC reality, summer fun reality, ABC. And they're taking these kids and they're making a boy band and they were, I guess some had some Instagram following before, but they're really nobodies. And by now, they have these screaming fans. Mm-hmm. They have these, they have billions of followers. They're but they showing up have... at the hotel. Like, yeah. wow. the, the amount of how quickly this happened, and it, they and the and the girls are buying into it, is yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's like Danity Kane all over again. Yes. It is. R.I.P. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know I you're talk, a stan. Oh, I could talk about them for hours. You love Danity <laughs> Follow up really follow up Are they your favorite female group no TLC but they're my uh, favorite reality show put together conglomerate of not O-Town oh. I was uh, <laughs> as lovely was, as Liquid Dreams was <laughs> but Matt did not like boy band that's I, fine I mean wait what I only watched a bit with Janie and I felt like uh, I was really pushing it too he was really uh, no because you know what because I, I, Janie was also like Janie's like trying to get everyone into it's a ground swell of taste makers yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it too. Janie had me watch it, and I, I was, I was hooked right away. I loved it. I, I was think totally so, on board. I think I, I, I heard a couple of arrangements of popular songs. Oh no, that were the fairly arrangements off-putting. are trash. The one of "Since You've Been Gone" is a travesty. Is yeah, it? You should it's, be. I think I heard "Don't Let Me Down," and I was like, no, the arrangements are that's, awful. That's the, you probably actually hear the music instead of just looking at them. No, that's true because you're listening <laughs> as a musician, and me and Janie are. Although I will say the costumes are terrible. The choreography is clunky as all get out. Yeah. But I love the show. 
I mean, there are some good singers, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It just didn't. No, that you was a musician, a musician too, and I'm sure. And the thing I've noticed, which you probably even see even more, they're doing all these like American Idol tricks mm-hmm. with their voices, right? Where it's like the like every note is like five little notes. <laughs> like, how, how do you feel about that? When the I mean, singers... I mean, as a Mariah fan, I love uh, a run. You if you can it. fit twenty notes into ten okay. seconds, I'm gonna clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and they sound great. Like, good for you. I love you that. know, I, I get it. You gotta, you gotta show what you can do in like yeah. the thirty-five seconds of your solos so okay. I get it I feel like sometimes some of the like attitudes of like oh, I'm a boy but I'm the bad kid and like I'm gonna look like sideways at the camera Miles like, yeah. Yeah. it's like kill no, me I'd rather Miles. die than look at you right yeah. it's true so. yeah. although I mean Ellen you could pitch a show where it's hot doctors all coming together to make a practice <laughs> and it's America votes and uh, you guys have the same same kind of reaction I mean I like that it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy yeah. meets boy band Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's something alright Hollywood this is our definitely idea definitely a pitch someone has done <laughs> <laughs> it like probably got to a couple rounds. Like maybe this is a good no, idea. No, because you know yes. what? You're right. The, the Swan they just have like patients, but they've never been like doctors trying out to like be someone's personal physician or like who's the best plastic surgeon or something. America's best plastic surgeon. Oh, yeah, my. we're getting too close to a real thing, guys. It sounds real. <laughs> this is getting. This will be on next they summer. Do, once it, boy band no, gets they, you know they've like sheer madness, like haircutting shows. There's like yeah. tattoo competitions, and those are permanent tattoos. What if you just got like you know free Botox, but then we have to show the results immediately. On we television. should talk about this off air because I feel like I know. <laughs> Right. We need to file yeah. a patent. Can we TM this? Yeah. TM, 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 TM. That's all you do. <laughs> you just say TM three <laughs> times. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> it's been trademarked. <laughs> um, my, is that your enhance? Yeah. Your no, boy band. That's a good one. I have a prescription that's also a TV show. Sorry. No, it has to be. Um, I am in love with Issa Rae as oh, much yes. as like yes. a gay man can be. Absolutely. I just think Insecure is the best show yep. on television. Yep, yep, yep. Non-reality, non-Vanderpump <laughs> rules. <Yes. laughs> And I just, I just am so in awe of like her rise from, yes. you know, Awkward Black Girl on YouTube. And I just, I watch all her interviews. I like mm-hmm. every day it's like an Issa Rae deep dive. And mm-hmm. I just, I. She's amazing. No, oh. she's great. And everyone on the show is great. The writing is great. Yeah. Everything about it's the show is great. Incredibly well done. Yes. And I just, I just need everyone to watch it because I feel like everyone's like, oh, let's get together and watch Game of Thrones. No. Like, who's going to get, <laughs> you know, ki- which favorite character mine's no. going to get killed this week? And or it's like, assaulted. I yeah. know. And it's like, I don't No, get I want to watch more it. of like Lawrence's emotional journey. Journey. I know. That's much more interesting. Lawrence is looking very good Lawrence, this season. I know, but so that's good. that's the point, though, because then you're like, oh, because then that's why Issa's wondering if she made a mistake. That's sec. I mean, second season. If you're on a popular show, you just come back and everyone's so much hotter. And it's, it's like true. ridiculous. It's like the second yeah. season of Friends. It's like they're all like yeah. as hot as anyone ever is. And oh no, like, I definitely feel like the wardrobe budget because like. Issa Rae's a beautiful woman, but the clothes that they're putting her in this season yeah. are like, the styling has like, ste- again, she's still great, but the styling has been stepped up. Maybe I just because they have more money or something. Call, see, I want to yeah. see what they all look like in three years because it's really oh. just, ugh. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable show. I think it, it's like. Agreed. It's so pulpy, but it doesn't feel cheap. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like all the emotions are so real. Mm-hmm. All the characters have such specific perspectives. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like I just promote the show as it. much no, as it's I great. can. And it just has yeah. enhanced my life. I love weekly, that. So. Yeah. The and next... the subprescription is getting a second season. Yes. Because <laughs> that's very good exactly. for your life. Exactly. Because you're going to look great. Season two. We should just call the next episode ready. of this podcast. We'll just call it season two. And then we just glow up. Such a glow Glow up. I love Insecure. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Ellen? So I guess my uh, prescription for this week is uh, is hiking. Because actually for the first time in my entire adult life yesterday, I was telling Janie, I climbed a mountain. What? Yeah. Mount, I think it's St. Jacinto out in Palm Springs. I went with a Facebook group. It was super fun. Wow. But I, I, so first of all, it was nice like not being on my phone for a whole day. 
being around like 22 other women who I'd never met before. And we were just all there to do this thing together. Did your period sync up? We'll talk about that in a future episode. But uh, it just honestly, after everyone like got up to the summit and everyone took a bunch of pictures, but now I'm like, I can do anything. Wow. I've climbed a mountain and it was that just amazing. And it was just so nice just like be outside, fresh air. Again, like no, no social meds. It is weird though when you do that and you come back to real life and you're like, I gotta go to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just climbed the world. Right. And I and I felt and, alive. I mean, you guys know, like you're in, you know, you're out in the outdoors and you're like trees and then like these rocks. And it's like, oh, this mountain's been here for thousands of years. Yeah, I'm like, nothing. Whoever the president is, this mountain could give a shit. Right. Like, you know, right. Empires rise, empires fall, shows don't get renewed, shows get renewed. <laughs> <laughs> shows don't get renewed. <laughs> All good points. <laughs> yeah. This mountain does this mountain's indifferent. It's raining, it's snowing, it's, it's sunny. True. Yeah. It's true. So I would say, or even if you can't climb a mountain, just go Was for a walk. Was there a point when you were like, um, what's the word? Like scaling where you had So your... at, at the at the top like quarter mile, it's you are just like climbing over rocks, but it's like you can do it by just kind of like spider manning. It's not up. It's, it's not more. Like, um, no, you're not like scaling a scaling. mountain, but you are like having to kind of climb over a bunch of rocks. But wow. the slope is gradual enough that it's not, not like awesome. imminent threat. But yeah, so yeah, if you if you can't climb a mountain, if you're stuck, you know, in Chicago or whatnot, just get outside. Ideally, Matt hates hiking. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm an indoor animal. Okay. <laughs> I, need, I like the AC. Okay. I like just to be more comfortable. Also, Janie took me on like a two and a half hour hike or it's something. True. Oh, see, and I, I, two and a half hours. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. No, like, I haven't felt my legs since. It's been months. <laughs> And I miss them. <laughs> it's two and a half months. Maybe we got to talk about this in the next pod. Neuropathy. Yeah. Nerve damage. Yeah. <laughs> it was Griffith Park and it was to the observatory. And, um, it was two and a half hours. Am I wrong about the time? No, it was right. It You're was right. too much. No, I mean, to me, that sounds ideal. Oh, it was devastating. I loved it. I was talking to you the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's great. That's a great, great idea, Jake. The pilot sounds amazing. <laughs> Our friendship, Tucci. <laughs> wow, this has been so wonderful. This has been great. Um, thank Matt, you so much for having me. Thank you so much me. for Where being here. Where can people here. find you? You can find me on YouTube, uh, Matt Parr Music, and also Two Gay Mats. I talk with my roommate about pop music and things that make a lot less difference than things we talked about here. Oh my God, no. <laughs> uh, Matt Parr Music on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and uh, I'll have something new to post in like several months, but yeah, it's yeah, going to be exciting. Yeah, awesome. Yes. Yeah. So thank, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Mm. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Pod. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.